0: Welcome to the Explore More Podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Plaskett, and I'm so excited that you can join with me today. So what is the Explore More Podcast? This podcast is dedicated to exploring the transformational human experiences that allow us to become the full expression of who we are. We look at the actions that get us there. We dig deep into topics that remove barriers towards progress so that we can all become the fullest expression of ourselves. I firmly believe that if we can get on a path of becoming the fullest expression of ourselves individually, not only can we become, uh, make significant progress within our own lives, but we can make significant progress in our communities for the greater good of all. So that's what this podcast is about. We're going to explore that in each and every single episode to make you an enriched person. And we're going to dig right in into today's episode. I am so happy to be with you today. It's been a whirlwind of an experience that we've had here in the past couple weeks and months uh, with this COVID 19 crisis. And what we've been covering on this past couple of weeks have been superhuman abilities, right, that we all have. In fact, they are capacities, which means that, you know, you and I, we all have a cup, and our cup is full to some extent, right, but there is more f- room for it to be filled up. And that's what a capacity really means. And for each of us, as a human being, we have the superhuman capacity within us uh, to be able to call upon. It, right. So we've covered grit. We've covered resilience. We've covered um, detachment, which was actually a a protective uh, superhuman uh, ability focused on your well-being. And what we're going to cover today is boundaries which is another protective superhuman ability f- for you to uh, focus on your well-being as you pursue the goals and achievements that you have uh, for yourself or for whatever uh, you have those goals and achievements for. It may be for our community, whatever the case may be. But I want to arm you with superhuman abilities because p- to be able to achieve anything beyond your aim, right? Be- beyond anything that you have have had the capacity to achieve before, You have to be able to rely on these cool abilities that I'm calling superhuman, right? And they're superhuman because not everybody, although everyone has access to them, not everyone knows how to activate them within their lives so that uh, they can be uh, leveraged for these particular purposes, right? So that's why I call them superhuman abilities because they are reserved for the few because there's so few Built so few people who are actually activating them um, compared to the totality of our uh, world. So, boundaries is the conversation that we're going to have today. And what is a boundary? Boundary, as you might imagine in the physical world, it is some type of fencing or wall that stops you, stops somebody on either side of it from going that much further, right? Um, so, in our, from a psychological standpoint, and in our lives, a boundary is like, you're going to call it an imaginary wall that puts the restrictions on how you're going to engage with, hey, say me. So, one would think, right? Just like how detachment was a paradox, boundaries is also a paradox. What makes one think as if I'm going to put up a boundary? That means I'm going to close myself off from Uh, These relationships from the rest of the world, from engagement, when in actuality, from a psychological standpoint, if you actually put up boundaries, right, if you erect boundaries, then you're actually uh, just opposite results happen. You actually have better engagement, you have better relationships, you have better all of these things. So what I want to cover with you are the eight aspects of uh, the benefits, rather, of boundaries. And as I'm covering these eight, I'm going to share with you why these are beneficial for you, um, as, you know, as one would think it would be a paradox wherein it doesn't work that way, but it actually does. So the first one I want to, to, uh, to cover with you, and I apologize for the handwriting here, um, is you become, a, you become more self-aware. You become more self-aware. One would think that if you create boundaries, you're closing yourself off and therefore you're not going to become more self-aware. But in fact, when you create boundaries, you've created the conditions that would say that you are, um, let's run with this example. If I create the boundary to say that I I don't want to have um, uh, uh, conversations around certain topics because it set me off, it triggered me, or whatever the case may be, right? Person who to whom is having a conversation with me may not know that, right? And in a typical environment, we don't tend to share uh, uh, some of those things that we have triggers about, right? So therefore, a lot of the things that we're gonna cover in the next seven um, episodes, and the seven uh, points uh, are gonna come to bear. but. If we are become, we put up the boundary. We become more self-aware about our triggers. I don't want to have a conversation about this because it triggers me. Then we then have an understanding of the things that we need to work on. Why am I triggered by this? Why does this cause me to have such an an, an irritant, or frustration, a stressor around any of these activities, right? So I would. Through boundaries, it arms us with the capability to become more self-aware of the things that cause us you know, good, bad, or indifferent. And therefore, those are the things that we can work on to improve or work on to further occur in our life. Hopefully that made sense. Number two, we, come, we have better relationships. We have better relationships. That's a smiley face right there. I don't know if you notice it. That's a smiley face. I know it's, um, my handwriting is what it is. We have better relationships. Now, imagine, again, you have a friend, and you're always talking with that friend, and some topic comes up that you are triggered by, and you get frustrated with that friend. That friend doesn't know why you're frustrated, and then you don't have such a good of a friend after a while. Why? Because the relationship deteriorated around a boundary that you did not choose to erect, right? So therefore, now you don't have that good of a relationship with this friend all because you did not want to, you did not know how to arm yourself with a boundary to say, hey, I understand that you're really passionate about that that topic, but you know what? I I don't feel comfortable about uh, talking about that topic right now. I know there's some... things I need to be able to work on. Hopefully, I shouldn't be able to engage with you in that topic here in the near future. But for right now, can we avoid that topic? See, that that is a way of, or an example of erecting a boundary with a friendship, a friend that you have, and maintaining the friendship, right? So the friendship is not all determined upon that one topic, right? That's just part of the conversation. But so often that we don't Put up those boundaries and therefore cause a challenge in a relationship. Now that was a friendship. Imagine if we uh, had the boundary in our m- more intimate relationships. Right? Hey, honey. Hey, uh, babe. I I just I'm having some challenges around that. Can we take a moment uh, to kind of stop? Right. So that's not a, a permanent boundary. That's like kind of like a speed bump. Right. That that arms the other party to say. Hey, look, I'm not in the right space right now. I need a moment to collect myself, gather my composure, and then whatever. Right? So having um, boundaries allows us to actually have better relationships. Number three, less stress. Boom. Yes, don't, don't. It was ugly handwriting but I, I didn't wanna throw away the card, so I kinda of made it work. That word is stress. Yes, less stress. So I just provided you three examples um, in previous two um, uh, points, right? So three examples in previous two points, and in those three examples, you know, I, it completely should've illustrated how we can have less stress because we're able to voice the things that we don't want to engage with in the moment, and what that does is that it arms us with the ability to say, "Okay, well, I am not in the space to be able to engage that, or I don't want to engage in that period." But let's continue on with something else. And if so, therefore, the person on the other end has the opportunity to respect what we're what we're asking, and as a result, we don't have the stress of continuing to engage in something that we don't want to engage in. Which brings me to number four. Number four, more self care. More self care. When we're able to erect boundaries around the things that, therefore, we're giving ourselves uh, more grace, we're giving ourselves more care, we're giving ourselves more uh, of the opportunity to embrace well being. Right? So when we are putting up boundaries, we say, okay, well, instead of allowing myself to Beer or go through something that's difficult in this conversation or, or whatever we erected a boundary for, we're saying, you know what, give me a second, give me a moment, give me months or years or whatever the time period I need in order to work through this thing. Or hopefully we're working through the things that are, that are triggered for us and we are erecting boundaries that may be permanent to say, okay, well, this is, this is just off the board. This is not how I engage. So more self-care. Hopefully that's self-explanatory. A lot of self there. Which results in our ability to be a better communicator. Number five, better communicator. We have an ability to become a better communicator because we can communicate the things that we want to, we how we want to be treated um, and what we don't want to engage in or with. Right. So through that, we have the ability to then now communicate not only our personal feelings um, and engagement around that area, which arms us with the ability to say, um, hey, friend, hey, random person, hey, intimate relationship. Here are the things that I need in order to whatsoever. Right. Here are the things that I need in order to whatsoever. Can you respect that? If you can, yes, great, we can continue. If you can't, then let's figure out what's going to be the next step, right? So more self-care, boom, therefore I'm a better communicator as well. Number six, number six, you become less frustrated. Yes, that's frustrated. I know my handwriting is horrible. You become less frustrated. Right? There's nothing that's more frustrating than someone that oversteps into your boundary. Right? But do they actually know you had a boundary? Did you communicate that you had a boundary? Did you communicate that this is something that you're not wanting to engage with? When we're able to, to better communicate our boundaries, then we can become less frustrated because we have people who don't overstep their boundaries. Right? People who stay in the lane, if you would, as it comes to relating with us. So we become less frustrated and who doesn't want to become less frustrated number seven I love this one we become more assertive more assertive and focus there saying no so many people do not know how to say no in fact I had to have um, I had to say no myself here recently where I was so excited to be able to engage with some of uh, my cohort members uh, in the past um, in a program that I went through and I was so excited to be able to engage with them but I was really trying to stretch my th- myself too thin. So I actually had to go back and say, no, you know what, I can't do this uh, right now. The ask that was of me, I can't do that right now. So, um, you know what, I had to engage with saying no. And no is so liberating, right? No has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with yourself. When you say no, um, a, as a means of staying committed to to what you have in store, or as a means of a well-being, when you say no, you're actually doing better better engagement because you have clarity on what you're doing. You can put your full heart into not either not doing the thing or doing the thing for yourself. Whatever the case may be, when you say no, you open up possibilities as it's close to closing. Possibilities as it pertains to your well-being. So, no can be a powerful word as and a powerful boundary as we as we erect boundaries. Setting the stage with the with the word no can be very powerful as we engage with people. You know, again, no. This is something I do not want to engage in. No, um, absolute. Well, there's no positive to a no, <laughs> but. You, I hope you see what I, I'm saying here. It allows us to be more assertive, and when we're more assertive, and we we are able to take care of self, and we're able to engage better in the things that we want to engage with, which is number eight. It allows us to be more expressive. We're all, we're able to engage with far better in the things that we want to engage with because we are not bombarded um with the with the the yeses that we committed to. So we are able to engage with, in the, uh, we're able to be more expressive, we're able to do the things that we want to truly do because we're not bogged down by all of the yeses that we committed to when we truly didn't want to commit. If we wanted to, then sure, that's fine. But if we didn't want to commit because we were less assertive and we are we, we caught, caught up in the moment, if you would, then, uh, then we've lost or reduced time Um, from the things that we actually wanted to be uh, committed to. So therefore, if we say no, again, number six, uh, number seven, uh, if we say no, what happens is number eight, we allow to be more expressive, we can do more things, we have more time to be able to commit. Now remember, it's not about time management, it's all about commitment management. When we overcommit, we don't have the time to do the things um, that we've committed to, nor the things that we have committed for our Self. And again, as this is a superhuman ability for the purpose of self, right? We covered great and resilience as a purpose of pursuing um, around the goal, which has its effects for others. We wanted to focus, or I wanted to focus on these last two uh, superhuman abilities of last week, detachment, this week, boundaries, to be able to have a conversation of self care with practicality. Right, what a self-care looks like, erecting boundaries and certainly detaching from the things that we have attached to and are sinking, um, are falling into sinking sand. So there you have it. Those are the eight benefits of how we can erect or, or the benefits of erecting boundaries in our lives. Um, and I'll give you a few examples of what that would look like. I would love if you can subscribe to the Explorer's Journal. If you don't know what's the Explorer Journal, what is the Explorer Journal, Ralph? The Explorer Journal is a weekly newsletter that I uh, develop on a weekly, I send to you on a weekly basis uh, that provides a lot of this content that you've seen on this channel um, or on this podcast, provides a lot of that content in condensed, a long form, read form that you can keep in your archives, right? This is absolutely free. There is no cost to this. I am happy to be able to provide this information to you. So go ahead over to ralphplasket.com so that you can subscribe to the Explorer's Journal. Until next week, enjoy the greatness that is life.